Today on the Unhustle podcast, I'm sitting down and talking with uh, Kat Karoy. And Kat is an online educator. She's a designer and brander who has worked with the big brands in London for 20 plus years. Kat now empowers entrepreneurs and small business owners to find their unique brand soul essence, finally crack the social media code and become Instagram rock stars. She teaches business owners how to confidently and powerfully express their unique gifts and talents on Instagram with authenticity, design, truth, and soul-to-soul marketing so they can finally get their messages out to the world, impact lives, become successful, and create the business of their dreams. I ran across Kat on Instagram and I ended up uh, signing up with her Instagram makeover class and she indeed provides a ton of value and resources for small business owners. And I just love Kat's energy and down-to-earth, authentic (laughs) British style. Here's Kat. Hi, Kat. Thank you so much for taking time in these challenging times that we're all in right now to sit down with me and give a different perspective and talk about um, what's going on in your world. I know you and I talked um, briefly about this podcast before of this coronavirus happened. And so I still want to start with a little bit about your story. I know you and I connected during your Instagram makeover, which uh, was a fabulous course. And so I've been following you around for quite some time and I really appreciate all the effort that you put into teaching and coaching uh, business owners how to to show a much better um, presence or how to do a better job with their Instagram accounts, but you do so much more than that. So I want to start with your story and how you got to where you are today and uh, a little bit about your journey of uh, your burnout. Okay. Hello. Um, Nice to be here. Thank you for having me. Yes. Where would you like to start? Well, why don't we say um, you had a um, hospital situation, I believe. Um, What happened? Yes. Okay. Well, I... Well, you know, when you're a sick, because I was a single mum entrepreneur, I'm, I'm married to I, Des now, but when I first started my business, I was single mum. And, you know, to get a business going as a single mum, you have to really work hard. You've got to use all those times, all those minutes in the day, and you've got to really get, you know, get going. And I just worked a bit too hard. I just pushed myself a bit too much, and my resistance went so down, and I ended up getting really sick and ended up in hospital because of it. And uh, yeah, so then I've just learned since then that I just need to, if I'm tired, if my body is tired, I just stop, you know, anytime. So if, if I'm just, I never, ever push myself anymore past the time, past the point where my body's telling me not to work because it's just not worth it. Your health is just so, so important. So I've done that and ended up in hospital and <laughs> it wasn't fun. So I'm just avoiding that now. And um I just always, even if I just want to go for a little 10 minute nap in the day, I'll do that. Or if I just, if my body's just really, and just doesn't want to do it, I'm like, okay, you know, I'm not going to do it today. Just wait, you know, do it the next day. So did you experience a change when, when you, when you changed the way you work, were there any other changes around your business? I mean, a lot of people have that fear of, yeah, that's, that's nice, but I can't just take a nap. A lot of people can't afford to take a nap. So, and a lot of people are scared that um, if they don't work all the time, then, um, you know, success is well, not going to come. Yeah, I actually disagree with that because I think taking a 10-minute nap is going to refresh you and you'll do more work later. 
I actually think it's a really short-sighted plan to just keep working and working because you don't work efficiently. I was actually always like this. Even when I was younger and I used to work in London as a freelance designer, doing all, working on all the big brands and everything, all the other designers would stay there till 10, 11 o'clock every night and then they'd come in early and, they'd, and I'd be like, no, five o'clock, I'm going home. I would go home at five o'clock. I'd go home, have a proper evening, you know, refresh myself, everything. And then I'd come back in and I would get so much done in that. In my time at work, I would get as much done and as productive and as creative and focused as they were because I was fresh. Because and I was creative. looking after myself. So I actually think you get more done. And when you look, you can't be in a flow state creating your best work when you're tired and run down and you don't feel good. Like you've got to feel good to be able to produce great work. I couldn't agree more. So how come we don't get it? So many of us don't get it. Or, or we learn from, you know, an incident um, like the one that happened to you or like what happened to me. I, was, I had this chronic stress and I was working, working, working all these hours and burning myself out. And so why do you think we don't get it? I mean, you, you come from a different perspective from the UK, but I still get a lot of people from the UK as well that are uh, following on hustle and saying it's the same over there. My niece w lives in, in the UK and um, she experiences as well with companies just pushing to, to work longer hours. That's right. I mean, they do. They just want you to work and work and work, don't they? And it's the culture. You know, we just, we grow up in that culture where we're expected to keep doing hours. But I was, but that's why I made myself freelance, you see, because when you're freelance, You have got, you can be the person that just comes in and does their thing and then goes and you're that little bit removed. So it sort of gives you a little bit of power to be able to have it a bit more on your terms. You know, so in that case, that means I was able to do that. And because I produced really good work, they kept, they kept getting me back because they wanted, but if you're working full time for someone, it's different, isn't it? Because they've got you and you've got to really do it if you don't toe the line. But, you know, yeah. even when I was full time before I went freelance, I still used to not do that you know, not work long hours, but still get good work done. But I think and it is the culture here to do that. And also, I don't think we're taught to look after ourselves properly. I don't think we're brought up or taught so that we have to listen to our bodies and we have to look after ourselves. You know, we don't give ourselves that love, that nurturing that we need to do. Right, which uh, is even more important right now in, in this coronavirus pandemic that's happening around the world. So, What would you recommend to a small business owners or business owners that you work with? What are some things like, let's talk some practical tips to help them out in these times. Well, yes, I think that if you're stuck at home and the kids are here and everything, firstly, you've got to try and keep your thoughts positive. You know, even though you've got to try and avoid, if you're watching the news 20 times a day and it's stressing you out, just Watch it once a day or twice a day, you know, just catch up in the morning or just scale back on the things that are stressing you out. Because when you're stressed, you can't think properly, you know, you can't focus, you're not going to be able to, and it's also going to lower your immune system. So you first of all, you know, find some things. Are you going to meditate every day or is it just looking out the window and looking at a tree? Something so simple. If you find yourself going there, what can you do really simply that's going to bring you back into yourself and, you know, calm those stress levels down? So I think it's doing that. But also on a practical level, um, I think we can use this time wisely to think about what is it that we need to do in our businesses. So you can, if you're losing money at the moment in your business, which obviously a lot of people are, then try and think of it as a whole year rather than just panicking about now. Think of it as a whole year. Like what can you do in quarter four or later on for Christmas 
that you could create now that would mean you would have an amazing end of the year because things are bound to settle down by then. You know, could you be creating extra jewelry if you're a jewelry designer so that you can sell even more stuff at Christmas? Or have you always wanted to go online and you've, you know, been putting it off? Can you learn how to do that now? Can you learn how to do video? What do you need to improve in your business that you can focus on now? Use this time wisely and just, you know, so then when all this comes down, you are ready to go. You can even use this time to just look inside and think, is my business really how I want it to be at the moment? Am I doing what my soul really wants to do? I call it brand soul lessons. You know, is your business based on your brand soul lessons? Are you really clear? Is there something you want to change? Like we could actually use this time as a really, really great gift um, to really look inside and concentrate on the things we know are going to really help us later in the year. So we can still have an overall good year. It's just at this time, you could be creating a load of content now so that later on you can use that content and really connect with your followers. So I think it's a good, you know, just to maybe change your strategy a little bit and think about it in those terms. Think about a wide, long-term view and think how can you make your business really grow at the end of the year. Yeah, and I, I completely agree. I think, I think it's a great opportunity to to realign, to go in. I mean, yeah. complaining we don't have the time. Well, now we have the time. You're at home. So taking better care of yourself, doing all these things you've been putting off, getting some sleep, and, yeah. and probably um, connecting with your purpose and connecting with your why for your business, which is what you call burnt soul essence. So it's the same yeah. thing. It's the same thing over and over again that we've been talking well, definitely, because there's nothing that is going to give your business more power than you being really, really clear about what your message is. Because when you know what your message is, and it is coming out of you so, so, so clearly, everybody that comes into contact with your business can feel that instantly. And they're so attracted to you. And, you know, it's just, it works so well. So getting really clear is a great thing to do in, at this time, for sure. I want to talk a little bit about that fear that somebody, and because there's a lot of fear right now. So um, the fear, also the fear that you experienced going from a full-time job and the regular paycheck going to a uh, freelancer and being on your own. There's a lot of fear there, isn't there? And so what are some practices, advice that you have for people who are considering going that route? Well, yeah, it is kind of scary doing it. But to me, it's more scary staying in a job that I don't like and, you know, going forward on a path that I don't want to be on. To me, that's the scary thing. The sca- you know, I would prefer to be taking a risk and doing something, you know, obviously, you, yeah. So it, yeah, it is very scary. But I think the thing that helped me do mine was that I used to, every day, I would get up and I would think, really closely about what it is I want my future to be you know I'd have a really clear goal and a really clear vision about what I was trying to do and I used to think about that so much that I almost felt like I was there already and I'd walk around feeling like I was even though I wasn't and it just started to happen you know so it's just having that really clear goal so that it can all come into place and obviously you've got you can't just sit around thinking about it you've got to actually do some action as well you know, you've got to put it into practice and do, do some, go- set your goals and then work towards it. I like to tell people that kind of connecting with your values in that case, it could be really, really helpful because you, if you can get grounded in your, in your values of, of what you want out of this life, then uh, it overcomes that, uh, that feeling of fear a little bit. 
Yeah, that's right. It's like having a big why, isn't you know, it's like you've yeah. got you know what your why is and what your purpose is, and you're just really gonna just do everything you can to go towards that. And it's also believing in yourself and just thinking, I can because why can't it be you? You know, who's right. to say why does it have to be somebody else that does that thing that you want to do? Why can't that be you? That could be you. So I just go forward in faith. You know, you've got to learn some things and all the things that you need to learn to get there, you are going to be able to learn. Like we've, I didn't know how to do anything pretty much I do in my, I was scared of being on video. You know, I didn't know how to make a course. I didn't know how to do anything, but I just learned it step by step. So you know that you can figure stuff out and you can learn how to do it. And then it can totally be you if you just have that vision and just work towards it. You know, another uh, thing I constantly hear from people, especially moms, and you'll completely understand that because you raised two children, you still are. So um, how do you, working from home, how do you find that time? How do you put that work-life boundary? How do yes. you separate that? Well, um, I didn't really do this when my kids were really small. I only started, you know, doing this business when they were about sort of five or when they were at school. So I didn't try and do it when they were at home at all, when they were tiny, tiny, because that would just be so hard. But um, what I do is I don't work when my kids are at home, pretty much. I just have, very, I work, I get up early in the morning and I'll work and they, they sort themselves out in the morning. So it's easy because they're a bit older, my children now. But, um, and then when they come home, it's time for me to stop. So I don't work late into the evening when they're here. I don't try and work around them that much. I just work my hours around when they're not here. And I did that as a single mum. I would just put all my focus on them When they were at home, I was focused on them. And when they weren't here, I would just work, work, just work. I didn't have a social life. I didn't do anything because I was just working, not, you know, to the point of exhaustion, but I was using my hours very wisely to work really hard when they weren't here. But I didn't try and do it when they were here because it was just too hard. How many hours do you work a week on average? Oh, that's a good question. Oh, um, well, I'm usually at my desk about seven in the morning. And then I have my lunch, but I'm, I usually finish about four-ish. Five days a week? <laughs> yes. What is Des said earlier? <laughs> Des, uh, Des says I'm there earlier. Well, sometimes I am there a little bit earlier, maybe six o'clock, six to seven, and I finish about four. And that's four days a week. But then at the weekend, I still do a couple of hours in the morning because I have to, because I have my students that come in every day into my course and I, I give them lots of personal attention. So if I leave it a day, I've got double to do the next day. So I'd just rather do that every day for at least two hours, you know. So probably about 40 hours, 30, 35, something like that. I reckon it's about that. Yeah, yeah, it is. But if you think about... You know how I mean there's not many jobs that you could get where you could be earning the amount of money that I earn and you could be doing 35 hours a week you know so that's just that it works out well but you're very efficient at what you do because having yeah. seen your your course and having been through it I mean to me it felt like you're constantly online you can't you you're responding right away I want to say you were responding to messages within you know 24 hours at the most yes. so you're very good at what you do so I'm just really organized that's all I'm just really efficient and I'm really organized because I look after myself and I don't burn myself out <laughs> no I, I just have I do everything in block time so it seems like I do reply to my students within 24 hours but what I do is I sit down every and actually another thing I do that's a bit different is people will tell you out there that you have to in the morning you should use your morning for your creative time don't they and they say oh after lunch that's when you do the things like emails and things 
I don't do that. I do the opposite. I do. I wake up and I do my things I have to do straight away while I've got energy. I do that. So that takes me like two or three hours. And really, it's not really a big, horrible job replying to my students because usually they're giving me so much love and I'm giving them so much love. It's like a really nice thing to do first thing in the morning. But I get emails and stuff done first. And then the rest of my day, and that's like I've done that by nine o'clock. You know, so I'll sit down and do, and I use things like voice, I voice type, you know, to make it quicker. So oh, do you? I'm not sitting typing. I have a thing, voice recognition that records what I say. And then I copy and I quickly paste it in and that's my message done. So I can write a really long reply to somebody, one of my students advising them what to do. And it's done so quickly. Oh, that's a great idea. What do you use for that? Oh, it's a thing called, Des set it up for me, my hubby. He's Dragon Naturally Speaking. Thank you, Des. Dragon Naturally Speaking, and it's on Parallel's desktop. I have this thing, Parallel's, on my Mac that Des set up for me. I don't know what it is, but anyway, I, it, I just do that. And I've got loads of little things that I do all day and organizational little things that help me do things mega efficiently. And because I actually am the only person in my business I create all my content, edit my videos, create, do everything, look after my students. I have actually got somebody who does co- customer support for me now. But um, she doesn't respond to students. She just helps them with technical things and stuff like that. So. I like it. So it's called Dragon Natural Speaking? Yeah. yeah nice. Dragon Natural. It's really what good. Are the, what are the tricks do you have for organizing? Oh, other <laughs> tricks? Oh, my goodness. Well, I have Evernote is a really good one. I'm Evernote sure. is, yes. Evernote. I love Evernote. But in Evernote, I have a thing that has everything that everybody ever asked me because they ask me the same stuff all the time. I have it all there. So I can just copy, and not, not with my students that are asking me questions about their makeovers. I, that isn't obviously that. But people that say email me and say, you know, can I join the course or whatever they get, or is it the time zone? What are we going to do? Things like that. I'll, I've got replies to everything. I just copy and paste them into everything. So I have so much stuff like that already done. So temp- template responses that you can just modify quickly. Yes, exactly. Nice. And I like it. And I have, I have my students, obviously, that I reply properly to. But because I've been doing design for so long, people think it takes me hours. But I can literally look at their stuff and I just know what to say straight away. And I just say it and that's it. It's just quick, you know, for me. I don't find it hard to do. I don't have to sit pondering it for ages. I just do it. But I find a lot of times I'm working. It sounds but I'm just in this sort of flow state. I'm just, it's just coming out of me and I'm just working. It's just all pouring out. I find I just get really efficient that way. Okay, let's talk about the flow state of mind. Um, what do you um, do? You do certain practices to get into that, or do you time you time? Um, you you say you work in blocks. So do you set an alarm? Do you what do you do to get into a um, state of flow? Well, I have done that before. When I was single mum making and doing, setting up my business and everything, I worked in 50-minute blocks to get it all done. So I know I can squeeze another block in here or there and then have a little break in between. That was really good. But I don't tend to do that anymore. Um, I don't think I do anything particularly to get into it. It's just that I'm – it's just because I've been doing creative stuff for, like, 25. I've been con- thinking of co- – because when I was a designer, I used to think of concepts – So I've been sort of being creative thinking for so many years, for like 25 years or whatever, that I just naturally, I think, just do that anyway. But but I do meditate in the morning. But it's just keeping in a good state of mind, isn't it, is a lot of it. It's the feeling, keeping your vibe high, you Mm -hmm. know, trying to keep 
sort of doing the things you need to do to keep yourself happy and then you can be in more in a flow state and you can work better and quicker. It's the only way to get stuff done, isn't it? It's just try getting to that flow state and, and crank it. <laughs> yeah, because and then it's not really almost not you doing it, isn't it? It's just sort of coming out and you're just creating you mm-hmm. know, really good stuff. And also I have lots of things like I, I'm a big fan of just grabbing when you have inspiration, you've got to write it down. You don't just sit there. Like say for example, I'm writing a caption for Instagram or something. I want it and I just try and sit there like, Oh, what am I going to write? I have no idea. But if you, you know, have those little moments of inspiration that happen, you've got to grab them or you might think of a video idea or something, you know, you've got to grab all that stuff and then you can just do it easily. So it's, it's having little, systems in place that are going to help you to do whatever the things are in your business that you need to do exactly yeah I mean uh, I talk a lot about flow state with and hustle because if you're trying to work less and make more if you're trying to just work less and take better care of yourself then then working in that um, flow flow state is very very critical to achieve, to achieve what you want to achieve. Um, and you being a creative person would know that very well. So, yes, definitely. Which I think goes, the flow state thing sort of goes hand in hand with not working to the point of feeling bad, because if you're feeling tired, you can't be in a flow state and you can't be producing your best work. So it goes hand in hand, really. You've just got to be really in tune with yourself and really noticing if, Oh, I'm, you know, I'm feeling like this, I need to do this for myself or that for myself and just, yeah, I think it goes hand in hand. Are you able to achieve it on um, every day? Or do you have some days that you, you can't get into it? Um, well, <laughs> no, I don't. I just, I'm just always like that. <laughs> Which just sounds weird, but I, I just am. That's awesome. Yeah, it's just from, from so long. I'm sure I wasn't when I was younger, but now I've just been doing it for so long that I, I do. Yeah. yeah and, do and so part of getting into that state, as well is eliminating all the distractions which you being in that social media online space is is really hard so let's talk about um distractions and and what you do about that very true uh distractions is so important i have my my phone on airplane mode most of the day and and then i only go into it when i want to go into it i'm picking up my phone and shaking it here can you see that no you can't see it but um yes i only go into my phone when i want to do i don't let my phone run my life i i just turn it on when i need obviously if i'm posting on instagram i want to be there to reply to all the comments and stuff so i'll have it on and i'll be doing it then but usually i try to like i say batch do things in the morning and uh, actually social media really helps if you, if you can do it on in ads manager, not ads manager, what's it called? Page manager on Facebook. You can do all your Instagram and Facebook messages and comments and everything there on the desktop. And it is so quick. You can do it in a fraction of the time rather than going into your phone, constantly checking and answering DMs and things like that is so much faster. So yeah. And that, and that way you don't go into your personal Facebook and get distracted that way. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I don't hardly ever go in there anymore because I have a Facebook group that's really active. So if I go on Facebook, I'm just in there really. Right, right. Once a day, once a day. So yeah, distractions is so, so key and having a place to work as well where I think that helps with the flow state too, having a little space, even if it's a tiny little space, you make it your own, you know, you have your little crystal or whatever you're going to have there and you have, you just make it nice, take time to make your space nice because it really helps you because it's almost like a trigger for your brain, isn't it? You just come mm-hmm. in, sit down, 
you right, you just get into the state and then I think it just triggers you to work, work better. Mm-hmm. So you mentioned meditation is one of the uh, ways to start your day. What other self-practices do you do? Because it's, it's also hard working from home, isn't it? So let's talk a little bit about, uh, I, you mentioned you, 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 you may take a nap, which is nice um, in the afternoon. What else do you do to, to take really good care of yourself? Well, at the moment, because we've just moved into a, our house and uh, we've got a sauna now and it's amazing. So I am trying to make an effort now to go every day and and go on. I've got a rowing machine and a sauna. So I go and I do my rowing machine and do my sauna. I try and exercise every day. But um, yeah, so I try to do that and take some time for myself you because well. I know that if I didn't, it would be easy for me to just sit here and work all day and not do that. So I have to be really strict with myself and make myself go and do that, you know, so that I'm looking after myself physically. But I eat really healthily as well. I, I don't eat sugar or wheat or dairy or, you know, I could tell you the list. But, uh, you know, and I a big, nice organic salad for lunch every day. And so I have a bit of a routine going, you know, with what I do and how I, you know, nice lemon water in the morning just to, You know, there's lots of health things that I do so that I right. can stay physically in good condition as well. Well, you look great. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, darling. We'll be 50 next year. Woohoo! <laughs> What plans do you have right now with the coronavirus? How is, how is that affecting um, your own business? And what are your plans of um, how you're going to deal with it? Well, actually, I don't think it's affecting my business too much at the moment because it, I have an online course that I sell and people are just bored at home, aren't they, at the moment? And every all my students are coming back to do the course again because they have lifetime access. They can do it as many they're all like, right, I'm going to do that again because I'm I'm at home. So I think if you have an it's a great time to have an online business. So I think if you don't if you have a business where you could potentially put a bit of it online, then I think it's a great time to do that. So I'm not feeling stressed about it at the moment. I mean things may all change, but I, and also my product is a really really good value for what it is so I think that helps as well um, that's another re- it's not a really high price product it's only 297 and you get so much so I think because I've got a really good value thing and it's online I'm kind of feeling all right about it at the moment but I think it's great if a lot of my like yoga teacher students they're starting to do learn how to do videos and doing online trainings One of my students just started doing like a, a daily yoga class with her online for free for everybody. So it's a great time to sort of experiment with some different things and see what you can come up with, you know. Yeah, and I see a lot of opportunities. I mean, it's it's unfortunate time and people are dying and it's a scary time yes. and we haven't seen anything like this before in our yeah. lifetime. Um, yeah. But there's also a time to pause and reflect and and, and look at it as an opportunity and, and see what you can do. Moving yeah, forward. that's right. You know, just try and, you know, keep, stay healthy as much as you can and then do your bit, wash your hands and then just try and see how you can move forward. There's not much else we can do apart from that. Do you have any advice for the people in the Unhustle community who are looking into potentially changing their life? <laughs> oh, well, and going online and doing a business. Or, or or connecting more with their values and and maybe living more instead of working so much? Yeah, definitely. And um, I think it's, yeah, it's just a really good time to think about what is it that I really want? What is it that I really, really, you know, what do I really value? And you can even do like, a, I remember once I did a mind map and it was really good. So I did 
me in the middle of the mind map and then what things and I really thought about what is it that I really really makes me tick what is it that really makes me happy you know and I know for me it's like connection connection with people is really big and being creative and all those things so if you can just even take time to do that and think what are those things and if you're going to start if you're thinking of starting I know you're going to unhustle you're going to start a business so that you can unhustle and you can even you know I mean, because for me, my business, I absolutely love it, what I do. You know, it's fun for me as well. And it enables me to sort of go on holiday. If I'm going on holiday, I just have to do my hours, two hours in the morning, and then I'm free the rest of the day. So it can keep running on itself if I do that. You know, I don't have to be doing it all the time. But um, I can't remember what I was saying now. Well, I mean, it's it's a little bit of a uh, perspective shift as well, because you mentioned connection is really important to you. Um, but you're getting that connection from an on, your online community, your online tribe. It's not necessarily physical connection. Yeah, it's it's interesting, isn't it? But but actually, I find that the connections are they're real, aren't they? There's still a p- real person behind that, right? That person on Instagram or that person in your course or what? And they, and it's it's amazing when you really do feel so sure about who you are and what you're doing and it's all coming out and the energy's coming out in your business and what you're saying then you will connect with like-minded souls and you could be somewhere in a town where you're you know you might have a few friends you might have say a couple of really really good ones but it's hard to find people who are just like who really like you that you can really really connect with whereas I find from doing my work and having Michael I've got people all over the world that I feel so close to that I really really connect with and I think the connections online are amazing and they are so real if you have the right intention behind what you're doing and you come from that place and you if you expect to find those you will as well. right right so I think it's I love the fact that we can connect together more like-minded souls you know across the internet I think it's amazing I mean yeah look at you and me we met through your course and uh I feel like I know you and this pretty well right now <laughs> yeah definitely definitely it's really good isn't it it's just, everyone's just so lovely everyone's just so lovely it is amazing thank you Kat I want to be mindful of your time and um let you go focus on on your tribe and uh helping entrepreneurs do a better job with their Instagram um anything else you would like to say maybe something I didn't ask you that you'd like to add can't think of anything. I think you asked me everything, really. I can't <laughs> think of anything else. Well, thank you so much, and I will see you online. And thank you thank so much you. for all your help with Instagram. It's a fantastic course. Where can people find more about you and connect with you and uh, learn more about the course? Well, come and follow me on Instagram on, at Kat Karoy. It's K-A-T-C-O-R-O-Y. And you can also go to InstagramMakeover.com to find out all about my, my course. And yeah. I highly recommend it. It's, uh, it's fun, it's educational, and it's really, really, it, you cover so much. So it's a great course. Yeah, it's a lot more than Instagram. It's everything in there for business. So, yeah. Thank, you, thank so, you. Thank you so much and stay Thanks, safe. Darling. And um, thank you. Bye. I'll see you online. Bye. Okay, bye. Thank you so much for tuning in. Please find me on Instagram at Unhustle and tell me how this story inspired you. Let me know what you're going to do with what you learned here today. And we'll see you uh, next time on another Unhustle podcast episode. If you think you need a little bit more help on getting going on your journey to Unhustle, I'm currently doing a free 30-day mind-body reset program. And you can sign up for that for free at unhustle.com. 
It will mean the world to us if you leave a review and share this podcast with a friend. Stay strong and stay unhustled. And I will see you next time.